I'm joined today by podcast pro Flo from the successful media company Schönlein. They of Einschlafen mit Wikipedia fame and soon to be bedtime with Wikipedia. Flo is head of podcasting at Schönlein and one of three founders at the company. The details behind their story and rise will be revealed by Flo, so I'll only mention how it is that Flo came to so graciously give up his time to spend an hour with me. Sam, a friend and mutual acquaintance, put us into contact with one another on the basis of talking about whether an idea could perhaps work in an English market. At least that was my impression. Within moments of talking to Flo, he had invited me to his studio and a week later we recorded some sample podcasts together. The purpose behind this tale is a simple one. Flo and Schönlein are of the doing variety of people. They have ideas and go with them. They are creative, determined and hardworking. And on top of all of that, genuinely really nice people to engage with. This will all be borne out in the podcast you will soon hear. I thank you sincerely, Flo, for your time and the open manner in which you spoke with me. And of course, I look forward to continuing our cooperation together. Flo, let's jump into it then, because I've, to be honest, just a, I'll do a very small monologue here, yeah? because when I started doing these podcasts in January, um, there was zero um, intention on my part to do anything moderately professional. Yeah, this was just like me messing around as some sort of dumb you know guy with regards to technology chatting shit and blah 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 um but then sort of we spoke and obviously you are at a completely different angle so you guys are absolute professional okay fun fun loving but absolute professional so um just to kind of get the ball rolling can you tell me how bad I was <laughs> the first time we met. Uh, no, you're not bad at all. Um, you're very professional too. So um, I more had the feeling um, I have to convince you of my professionalism. <laughs> Because for, no, man. Yeah, for, mm. for me, you were the professional in the uh, recording booth. Uh, okay, you're very kind. Um, but you guys have got a fantastic setup. Um, so I, you know, I saw you know a small part of your operation, um, and but also you know reading your website, you you, you kind of you, know, you you present yourselves as having a, a slightly different approach to to podcasting. But before we get to that, how did you get together? How did you bring? Where did you all come from? Because you're all really young, aren't you? Yeah, we were classmates in in the university. In Film University in Babelsberg. Yeah. Oh, cool. And we did um, kind of cooking events uh, from time to time. And um, yeah, there was the idea born, uh, let's found a company. It's um, the last two semesters of our university career. And um, yeah, so we decided 
let's let's do it. And so the the next day we met um, Fabian, Rebecca, and me, and signed the contract. So uh, out of nothing. Wow. So from one day to the next, you suddenly had a contract. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <That's> cool. <laughs> yeah. All right. And we were supported by the university um, for um, young um, company founders out of university. So we had a lawyer and some um, some business coaches for the start. Ah, okay. All right. So that helps, obviously, in having a contract within 24 hours. Yeah, clearly. totally. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Because I was going to ask, wow, well, who's the legal eagle uh, in in among the three of you? But uh, okay. Uh, we're totally yeah. equal. Everyone's got one third of the company. Fine. And not the university has nothing. No. Has, uh, no. Ah. Wow. That's really. Okay, that's cool. So it's not like a spin-off element where you have uh, where they retain some kind of ownership. It's it's they've said to you guys, there you go, it's your baby. Yes. So it's maybe like an emotional spin-off out of university. Okay. So um, they like to uh, keep our company in their um, environment. Um, so we get the young students. Um, to hire to get the first um, experience in, in economy. Oh, cool. So you kind of get like a, a, a sort of fusion of the, the next generation, as it were, and you help them to develop their experience for them to then go out and sort of find their own feet. Yeah. And in best case, um, they never go out. They stay at our company. <laughs> 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 oh, that's cool. Can can you talk a little bit about Babelsberg? Because it's, I mean, I'm I'm not sure that I had necessarily heard of what Babelsberg represents within the realm of media in Germany. So for people outside of Germany who don't know anything about it, how would you present Babelsberg? It calls itself Media City, and there's a big um, big studio for doing Hollywood movies and TV shows. And um, yet radio stations are there and it's a big media campus and um, we have an office and a studio there too. So um, Babelsberg has a big reach of awareness in, in media in Germany. Yeah. So it's not localized. It, they're, they're actually involved in other sort of uh, federal state projects too. Yes, and not just um, federal projects, it's international um, projects. It's like um, Steven Spielberg or um, Tom Hanks are doing their movies in there, Tom Cruise, yeah. Yeah, well, Tom Hanks was quite local, wasn't he, when he did work on the Glinica Brucke? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Did, did you actually get to see him when he was there? I have not seen him, but uh, at this time I uh, lived in Babelsberg too. So um, the whole bridge, Klinika Brücke, um, was illuminated by the uh, the studio uh, lights, and uh, the whole city um, shines. <laughs> yeah, it was shining. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's so much of this stuff now, and and also, I mean, since would you say? Okay, I'm jumping around a bit. I'm really sorry, but it's it, it just listening to to the the story that you talk about kind of inspires this. So. Since this sort of streaming revolution, we've seen the growth of, of, of Netflix um, and lots of other streaming organizations now as well. And they're really pumping money into sort of independent or sort of new regions. And 
is it true to say that the the sort of German sort of film market or TV production market has really benefited from that because there are so many ideas that come out of Germany now, aren't there? I think the um, cinema and TV um, companies uh, benefiting by um, by governmental um, programs to support new mo movies and um, yeah productions. This is a case, and that's why Babelsberg especially um, has such a big standing. Mm. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, of external and money. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and it's it's also, but it's interesting as well because they, I mean, Netflix, you know, they obviously have have had to change their model because um, it's large companies like Disney have sort of withdrawn their material from Netflix, so they've had to quickly go out and and invest. Um, and they've done quite a bit of investment in different European countries. Do you feel any of that money or that investment is it trickling through to perhaps like startups such as what you do? Or is that a completely different world? Um, we're mostly a podcast company, so we don't um, feel the trickling down effect um, <laughs> directly. Yeah, on our on our bank bank account, but um, we feel the need for other companies uh, to invest in new media productions. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And has that has that kind of opened up also for for podcasts? So I I I'm aware. Obviously, I jumped on the bandwagon myself um, within my limited capacity, but. Um, how big has the growth been for podcasts in Germany, but also, I guess, around the world? Because it's quite simple to do, really. But it's, but then there's this kind of level where you got to jump up to make it to monetize podcasts, and you know, a lot of us don't manage that or don't want to necessarily. But you guys have got a really different approach to it. So, um, how have you managed to, without revealing all of your secrets, of course, um, yeah, how do you get things done in your way? So podcasts in general are rising in Germany. Um, it's getting really huge and everyone's um, looking to the, uh, to the, um, the numbers and the scales in USA. And um, in general, we and the media company uh, companies in Germany say um, everything that happens in the USA um, reaches Germany three to five years later. So we expect more growth in podcasts. And yeah, how did we get um, personally <laughs> in such a good position as a company? Um, yeah, I think we had good ideas. Yeah, that's the simple thing. Um, we started out of nothing. And um, yeah. We, we didn't start out of nothing um, we had some money and uh, we are very good connected uh, to other media guys and yeah but all you need is a good idea and then um, the next idea is um, yeah is, is paid by the first one mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah okay so you, you essentially sort of reinvest yeah you know the profits from one project into another and and and, and this, the cycle continues yeah so um we are still poor <laughs> like students <laughs> <laughs> because all the money that gets in um goes out as well yeah mm. 
But I mean, the um, I always remember the I can never remember the the guy's name, which is a bit silly. But yeah, the uh, the the guy who set up Apple, he said something like, you know, stay hungry. You know, Steve um, Jobs. There you go. Yeah. See, so do, in this case, is it fair to say, that, okay, you're poor, but I mean, does staying hungry manage to generate some extra creativity for you then? Uh, yes, I think so. We're always on the hunt for new ideas, for new voices, um, new faces, new new people to to um, reach for the stars with us. So if you like to say it, that pathetic. Mm. Yeah. Well, no, no, but uh, yeah, in, in, in media, everything goes, right? So um, yeah, that's fair enough. But reaching for the stars, I think in, in some ways, it's, it's exactly the way that you have to look at it. The stars are unattainable, but you have to keep reaching for them, you know? Yeah. Um, if you set your targets too low, then, um, then what do you do? So yeah, no, I think it's a, it's a very good metaphor. Um, and, and what about, because, you know, obviously for me, I'm 44 years old. So I, when I sort of, you know, look at you, and I've also uh, spoken with some of your colleagues, Rebecca, um, and you're very young. So you're quite passionate, emotional, obviously professional. How do you handle disagreement? Disagreement by, by who? Conflict among yourselves. Like, do you oh. argue when you have ideas? I mean, do you get together in a room, have a few beers, and like, because you've got a really comfortable sofa. Yeah, Levon loved it, if you remember. <laughs> so, I mean, how, how, how do you manage your conflicts? Uh, yes, we're arguing, but in a calm way. Um, okay. We almost never drink alcohol in the company. Ah, okay. Yeah. And um, I think that's the secret um, to talk about everything. And um, we are three founders, so three guys um, that have to say something, um, that can decide something. And so it's it's never a um, 50-50 decision. And when two guys uh, say it's option A, then maybe the one guy that says option B is wrong. Okay. Yeah. And that's how we handle it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And... Um, Hard decisions um, can stay hard decisions for a couple of days before it's getting real. So okay. if you like to know what I want to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, no, no, I, I completely understand it. And um, I mean, sometimes obviously when the emotions can perhaps be a bit high, then it's more difficult to reach uh, an understanding. But then over time... People sort of calm down. Yes. You have a general open-minded approach, it seems. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We want to handle every problem like adult people. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Absolutely. I even if you don't necessarily want to be tainted as adults traditionally are tainted with their yeah, inability to change direction sometimes. Yeah. Maybe we're the new kind of adults. I hope so. I hope so. I mean, because I'm 30. I'm... I I'm not that no, young. No, <laughs> you're not 30. Come yeah. on, you're not a day over 25, man. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, cool. I don't feel so old anymore. Um, yeah, but I mean, look, that brings us on to also another s side issue, which I we haven't necessarily agreed upon before, but I, I have a feeling you'll be able to uh, run the wave of spontaneity. Um, 
I, I recently saw criticism of Greta Thunberg. Yeah, so we're talking about a, a young lady, um, 18 years old now, um, and she's been creating waves for quite some time. Um, and obviously, you are still connected with the, the university, as you said. Um, how encouraged are you by younger people? I mean, they are a constant source of surprise, aren't they? Yes, they are. And um, it's, it's motivation for us to never fall out of style, in a way. So, mm. um, but to always uh, be, be in the flow um, to generate new ideas. So if I um, think about the first month or the first year of our company, we started as a Facebook social media um, company. So we did social media marketing on Facebook. And now Facebook is totally out of style and we didn't want to um, to uh, fall down with Facebook. So we decided to cancel it out of our um, offer offering. So then um, we started um, thinking about TikTok and uh, Snapchat and things like that. And now we're mostly a podcast company and everything happened in four years of company history so we, yeah. we always um try to define ourselves new yeah, mm. yeah it's to, to sort of re redefine what you do and the way that you do it um yeah and i mean does, does that because that can take quite uh, you know, I, I don't know if it's fair to say retraining but i mean with every new platform or new direction you take do you have to like reinvest in your infrastructure or the studio and stuff like that we have to reinvest in uh, the mindset of of our employees i think so it's um it's always the case that one of at least one of our employees um, didn't earn any money for the company. And um, every year it changes. So the hard, hardest part is if something really works, like now the podcast thing is for another person. While I write the podcast wave, the other person has to think about what comes next. And thinking is not paid. But thinking is important for our company um, to stay alive. Yeah, and I think that's kind of investment we need to do. And we need to convince ourselves every time again um, to do this investment. Because it's very easy to think, um, yeah, it's it's working, it's all fine. So we're getting money. Why, why don't we uh, focus on podcast um, without looking right and left and in front of us yeah yeah sure okay so i mean i i also saw on social media um somebody once said that um everybody's doing podcasts nowadays um it's starting to get a bit boring um but my immediate thought thereafter was that it's impossible to get boring because there are um you know if you like a podcast you stick with it and if you don't like it, you look for something else. And there's always a new option. So, I mean, to be honest, with with podcasts or pod podcasting as a sector, um, it's got a really long future, isn't it? hasn't it? I think so. I mean, look at the book industry. So you also can say it's getting boring. Everyone's um, writing his own book. 
So and yeah, there are one thousand, um, one hundred thousand new titles in the bookstores every year here in Germany, but the people are still reading. So what's wrong with with it? Mm. Yeah, and I think yeah. it's the same for podcasts. It's the same for new Netflix, Amazon, Apple uh, TV series. Um, yeah, it's it's always the same. Yeah, and um, do you feel that by uh, because we always talk about how uh, at the moment there is this um, element of, of fake news. Um, do you feel that, for example, having a, a responsible professional uh, channel or media companies like Schoenlein, um, that people know when they come to you, mm -hmm. they're not going to be getting fake news? And, and do you think this is a part of the attraction of being and developing an established name or company like your own? Most people that fall for fake news don't even know that it's fake news i mean that's the nature of fake news so mm. and i think it's no one is aware of schönlein media as a non-fake news company so it's our um um ah, i didn't know the word i don't know the word uh, it's okay <laughs> tell me in, tell me in german and then we'll show that this is multicultural okay uh, verantwortung responsibility yes <laughs> it's our responsibility to do the best thing for humankind we can deliver so so that shows that you are um sort of responsible as you said but uh, you know vernünftig reasonable yeah. as in you know you you are you take a certain level of or you attach a certain level of importance to your productions so uh, you have a social conscience we try we try to have it, we try to be a good company and we cancelled uh, clients for being not good in our <laughs> way, we think. And um, yeah, we. I have to say we work with clients that are that were not good, but they paid well. And this... <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't make us um, fall asleep at night in, in a good way. Um, so we thought about uh, that's not the kind of work we want to deliver and um, we will never do it again. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's, that's, that's interesting, isn't it? So you're basically taking your, your social responsibility above your personal benefit. Yes, but we're in the comfortable uh, situation that we can afford this. Yeah. Yeah. No. No, which in itself is uh well, it's a great thing to be able to say and for also for it to be the truth at the same time um yeah one of your shows or projects i'm not sure how you would best define it yourselves but this um schlafen or is it einschlafen yeah wikipedia yeah, einschlafen einschlafen yeah i wrote schlafen i'm sorry einschlafen um so which tra which um, you've translated also to bedtime with yeah. Wikipedia. Yeah. yeah. But let's let's talk about the German one because that's the one which is uh, you know really well established. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. First of all, because you told me about this, and I thought okay, that's just so cool. Can you tell me about where you got the idea for for this show? Um, yeah, we wanted wanted to do a, a podcast that everybody needs daily. So um, 
we thought about uh, doing uh, sh short stories for um, being in the ba in the bathroom. <laughs> to say it politely, and uh, yeah, okay. but um, then I was at a kind of podcast event convention, and some someone from Wikipedia uh, uh, sat next to me, and in the coffee break, I I had this idea and asked him, "Hey, is cool? What do you think?" And he said, "Yes, do it. It's a great idea." And so we did it. And it became a huge success. It's our biggest hit um, still. And it showed to us how less we understand the mechanisms um, be behind uh, success. Yeah. Mm. It's getting bigger yeah. and bigger and bigger. And we never expected to be the podcast that big. Yeah. And it's, it's still um, growing. Yeah, everybody I speak to um, about, or if, at least of my, my students, I, I tell them about uh, Einschlafen mit Wikipedia because I, I think that um, I've listened to a few. I, I don't understand everything that mm -hmm. uh, you're, yeah, because I'm, you know, I'm German now, but British, so therefore my German is a developmental thing. But, um, and they're like, oh, cool. So yesterday I told the guy and he was like, oh, brilliant. That sounds so cool. So the, the concept, it really, it really draws people in. Um, why do you think it is? I mean, obviously you said it's a, it's quite a simple idea. Um, but what do you think makes it so attractive? Mm, it's the calm way and the um, the close way Tillmann and Fiene, our German narrators, um, present the articles. Yeah, and um, it has two things. The first thing is um, you get to get to know more about a specific thing. So every week we have a new topic or two new topics. And the, the second thing is you fall asleep very calmly. <laughs> and yeah, it, it's a boring podcast. And the, the biggest, <laughs> biggest compliment is um, when someone tells us uh, he didn't make it to the end. <laughs> <laughs> Which in itself is such a wacky concept, but um, yeah, it's brilliant. Um, how, how many podcasts have you got now? Because you, you basically produce two a week, is it? Yeah, yeah. Hmm? How many episodes do you mean? Yeah, yeah. It's about 200 now. Wow. Yeah. But um, the way we get to know uh, each other is um, we're starting in English version very soon. Mm. Yeah, next, yeah. yeah. On, on Halloween. Oh, it's going to start with Halloween? Yes, Halloween is ah. the first episode, like in German, um, two years ago. Ah, yeah. okay, cool. But uh, have you done it that the topics um, basically follow the same order or is it like randomized? It's randomized. Um, okay. We have a, an, an editor um, is, is selecting out of... Um, the best titles in Germany. So now we know what kind of articles are, are received very well. And uh, a lot of people wrote us on Instagram their favorite articles. And then we choose the right, uh, right ones. Yeah. Okay. So people also make suggestions? Yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah. Mostly. 
mostly. Like oh. 90% of the new articles are suggestions. Okay. But, okay, but, I mean, try to explain if, from what you think. So, if I, let's say I've made a suggestion. Actually, no, let me, let me actually make a suggestion because you sent me one on Star Trek yeah, yeah. a few weeks ago. Yeah. And I, I saved that for the last. Yeah, sorry that I sent it to you so late. <laughs> I saved that for the last because I, I love Star Trek. Um, and I have to say, while I was reading it, I, I got lost in uh, in the topic. So I didn't even realize I was reading into a mic. So yeah. for me, it was like, it was just such a cool topic. Um, but I mean, if you are interested in something that's being talked about, mm -hmm. that's going to keep you awake, isn't it? Yeah. And then just <laughs> listen to another episode. <laughs> That's simple. And um, every year there's uh, the Spotify wrap up when Spotify tells you what you were, what band or singer or podcast you were listening and for how long. And then we get screenshots about uh, from people uh, who, who listen to uh, maybe 40 episodes in a row. <laughs> Oh, wow. Because they fall asleep and they, uh, didn't notice the podcast are still in, yeah, are still playing. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, that's brilliant. I mean, and and the the, the time frame is is basically you told me between fifteen and twenty five minutes yeah. for each podcast. Yeah. And most people wish for longer versions, but it's um, it's not how you earn clicks. And money in the second stage, yeah, um, and it's more uh, more work for us. So you have to write that article. It's not um, it's not copy and paste from Wikipedia. So there's an editing um, behind the the article, and then you have to read it. Then the the cutter has to uh, listen to it, cut it. Then someone else has to re-listen it, to it. It's so much work in one article, and the longer the article is, the more work it is. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. So that, that at least explains that. Because I have to say, I do find it difficult to sleep within 15 or 20 minutes. There are some people who put their head on the pillow and that's it. They're out yeah. like a light. Uh, are you like that? Uh, yes, because <laughs> I work so, so much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If I have a chilled life, uh, then I'm not that kind of person. But um, okay. I recently moved um, from from Potsdam to Berlin. And so I have to do a lot of work in the new flat after my office job. And um, I haven't even um, uh, did the TV on. <laughs> no? No. It's uh, it's oh. still wrapped in, uh, yeah, in paper. <laughs> <laughs> and that helps a lot, falling asleep. If you don't have it, have a TV at home, for me, okay. for me, yeah. Do you do you listen to Einschlafen Wikipedia? <laughs> no, I can't relate. Because <laughs> you have to work on it all the time, so yeah, you can't listen. Okay. But in general, I listen to. Um, I I do not like to listen to podcasts a, a lot <laughs> because it's really? my job. Yeah. Ah, okay. But and maybe it's it's kind of the thing that um, I think Tim Cook, the the Apple um, head of Apple, um, didn't have his kids uh, own iPhones or iPads, or the Netflix founder um, don't want his kids to to use Netflix um, because 
it's it's like don't get high on your own supply i think (laughs) (laughs) okay fair enough yeah um what about like audiobooks do you listen to audiobooks or is that the same thing no it's it's the same thing for me no okay all right yeah that's just that's quite funny isn't it it's a bit like so my dad he used to have a garage um and he used to fix other people's cars and um you know sort of you know paint the the bodywork but with his car if he had a blue car he always had a red door you know yeah um and so and he was like always yeah i'll do it later i'll do it later and this is it's a, quite a similar thing isn't it where you are you know professionally engaged in in podcasting and so audio media um but in your own time it's not it's not your thing yeah yeah it's it's like um like a cook doesn't cook at home <laughs> yeah or a singer doesn't like to sing um when he or she is not on stage so yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally yeah, understandable. Yeah, oh. yeah, that's just I, I'd never thought about it actually, but yeah, I mean, you, yeah, it's, it absolutely makes sense. So, so how do you relax? Then do you have like a dog? Do you go for a walk? Do you read? What's your What's your relaxing thing? Um, I'm trying to do some music things. <laughs> um, um. I, I have a, a small synthesizer and um, I wrote my own songs and. Yeah, I'm not that professional. I can't even read notes. <laughs> 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 and I, ca- I can't play an, an instrument, but I try to. And that makes me very happy. Or, yeah, I do normal things uh, like going out with other people. Yeah. Okay. All right. And the, um, the, uh, I can't remember the word has slipped my, the jingle, sorry, yeah. for Einstein in Wikipedia. Was that you? Uh, Did you make that? The music? No. Yeah. It's from uh, uh, SoundCloud. Oh, really? I, I don't know what what is what is SoundCloud. SoundCloud is um, like YouTube for music. If you want, it, it's uh, I think it's a German startup. Fifteen years ago, one of the first German startups, and I think Ashton Kutcher invested in it very early. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, we found it the song there and it was under creative commons license and uh, we could use it so we used it and people like it yeah yeah it's cool um i'm i'm i i feel every time it comes on i feel like there is like a sort of 1970s influence to it is is that this is that what you feel as well or do you just hear it as a really relaxing i hear it as a warm relaxing song it's it feels it feels like bad (laughs) bad time yeah. yeah no absolutely it's like um things are sort of slowly calming down and it's got those very you know soothing yeah uh, notes yeah. isn't it yeah no, yeah no, i am I, um, I do it does make sense um when you listen to it and then when you understand obviously what the podcast is about so um yeah that, that's uh, that's really good um okay and all right this year we've had changing the topic completely again okay uh, if you don't mind so yeah this year we've had in germany uh federal election and we've got now the parties are getting together they're talking um i do remember at the last election the promise was digitalization 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 and that never really came about for you how important for doing the kind of innovative technology media stuff that you do how important is it that germany really improves its technological sort of situation 
Yes, it's very important for us. So the lockdown um, showed us in a brutal way that the internet connection isn't stable enough to record an interview um, like we do now. For, okay, for two people it's okay, but if you have uh, like a talk show or something with more people, then it's getting more and more complicated. It's nearly impossible to have a stable connection to everyone and to have a stable connection to the studio where all the um, vocal tracks are going into to, to record it. And um, the next step is if we have a freelancer um, as, as a cutter, a cutter as, as freelancer, um, we have to send the multiple gigabytes um, heavy files from A to B and um, it's taking a long time yeah okay so the, the, the download basically yeah download upload yeah. Um, is, is too long and if you're um, on your mobile phone then you have to pay a lot of money to to get um, just a, a tiny bit of the um, the connection you get in ukraine for five cents or <laughs> Yeah. You, do you know, you're, I, I, last week I was with a guy from Bulgaria and he was telling me how the, the, the internet in Bulgaria is so much better yeah. and cheaper than <laughs> Germany. I yeah. mean, that's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And um, it's like the, or the reason is the priv privatization, you know what I mean? Um, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. All the infrastructure belongs to one company and they can do the price. Yeah. Okay. All right. I mean, there there have been, I believe, discussions you know, with uh, w with the government, with private enterprise of of improving the the infrastructure. But it's such a slow process. Um, mm -hmm. And um, I mean, some people would point out that it took how many years? Ten years to build a, uh, an airport in Berlin. It, I think the Hamburg Opera was delayed by I don't know how many years, and so on. Yeah. Um, but Germans essentially have a far better reputation when it comes to organizing things. Um, do you think this is going to improve with the next government, whoever they may be? I mean, we don't even know who they're going to be, um, but yeah. I hope so. Yes, I'm, I'm looking forward um, to get to see the things, things getting better. Um, the last 16 years, it was like someone played the uh, press the stop button. And, and nothing happened. <laughs> okay. You mean te technologically you're speaking? I yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Um, and, and obviously, okay, you, you um, so moving back to your, what we were uh, talking about earlier. So you're, you're looking to expand into new markets. Um, and so this is why you're, You've also organized to do uh, an English version of Einschlafen mit, uh, mit Wikipedia. Yeah. Um, why is that interesting for you? Or is it just, uh, it's, you're just going to see how it goes? Uh, how, how, how do you look at it? Um, yes, we want to see how it goes. If we can uh, duplicate the, uh, the success we already had in Germany. And a big goal would be to... Um, to do the first internationally big podcast out of Germany 
because it never. I, I don't. I don't know any podcast from Germany that um, is internationally a success. Do you think it's because you know German is spoken in certain three or four countries? Yeah, and that's why. Yeah, okay. yeah. Hmm. But maybe um, just to say it a little bit more colorful, we want to be the <laughs> Tokyo Hotel of podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the Tokyo Hotel <laughs> podcast. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, can I show my ignorance and say, I don't know what you mean. What's Tokyo Hotel? Tokyo Hotel is uh, maybe the uh, second most successful band next to Rammstein. <laughs> oh, okay. Rammstein I've heard of. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh -huh. Really? What, what, do, what does Tokyo, what kind of music do mm -hmm. Tokyo Hotel play? Emo, indie, teeny, girly music, yeah, with black, uh, black eyes and, uh, yeah. Uh, okay, I may have heard uh, an art or some a musical article or presentation about them, uh, and they're called Tokyo Hotel, are they? Yeah, and one of the Tokyo Hotel guys is married to Heidi Klum. Ah, okay. And uh, she's a famous model, I believe. <laughs> yes. Is she is she German or is she? She's Austrian? German. Yeah. She's German. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I I know some things, but most of the stuff I know are so random. Yeah. Um, but mainstream things I'm not really familiar with. Okay. Yes, right. it's totally um, mainstream. <laughs> and we yeah, we want to become mainstream with our podcast. Yeah, well, I mean, in Germany you are. I mean, do, do you also have um, a large following in Austria and Switzerland, for example? Yeah. Are you aware? Yeah, yeah? We, we do have. Yeah, it's all over the world, but mostly in, in the German area, like Germany, uh, Switzerland and Austria. Mm, okay. And I mean, there are large, obviously, German communities in the, the USA, I think, um, but also in South America. I mean, can you track the the sort of explosion as it were of listening uh, yes. in these areas we can see um, by country um, how many people are listening to our podcast um, but I don't know who this is uh, and why maybe it's German people on vacation <laughs> I don't know okay. or do they live do there think, Yeah. do you think non-German speakers could also listen to it and fall asleep yes I, I heard from some guys in the USA um, who had it Uh, had listened to the podcast in uh, in the German lessons. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. And as a means of improving their, their yeah. German. Listening comprehension. <laughs> It was called <laughs> in, in, in my English classes. <laughs> Listen <laughs> and repeat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ab absolutely. absolutely. It is listening comprehension. It's uh, the same in my classes. Um, yeah, yeah, cool. But, but that's another topic we haven't really discussed because your your English. Um, if somebody asked me to to do a podcast in in German, I I'm not sure that I would be able to. Uh, well, I'd say hello and blah blah blah, and then I'd be very quiet and say keine Ahnung, um, you know, for the rest of the time. But yeah, um, you know, you're sitting there, you're talking with this big smile on your face, and you're <laughs> you're expressing yourself really well. Um, are you representative? of would you say the average german when it comes to the ability to communicate in english or would you say you're a bit more a bit above the average mm, i don't know i think i'm at the bottom of my own bubble but my, my <laughs> bubble is berlin and 
more people uh, it, it seems like more people are talking english than german and um yes as a proper german i have to say sorry for my bad english <laughs> but <laughs> i think uh my mm, mm, vorteil advantage my advantage is that i i like to talk and then i just start talking and then i think um oh what what was that coming out of my mouth <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay that's fair enough well, maybe that's something we can that you can always look back on when you do the editing but um that's also um interesting because when I, when i when i sort of ask people to do podcast and normally the people i speak to have never done a podcast before so for, for them it's a completely new experience um But then I, I, I kind of strike them with this, uh, the same approach, which is, well, we're just having a talk and then we'll see what happens. Um, do you look for a specific kind of character? I know voice is an important issue and maybe later you can indicate what you as a sort of professional audio uh, you know, sort of expert will um, look out for. But do you have a certain kind of character that you like to work with much like yourself? Mm, no, no. Okay. I can definitely say there's uh, no kind of person I like to work with. Um, most persons have have, uh, have something I like on them. And um, for podcast hosts, we're looking for um, open-minded people um, who like to talk and um, can present themselves and can feel themselves. Yeah. Okay. Could you explain that last bit a bit more, that feel themselves? How do you mean? Um, to know how your voice um, works on other people by um, turning the volume down, um, doing, doing breaks in, in your sentence and um, to, to find the right words at the right time. So it's mostly it's timing. Yeah. Okay. And how do you think somebody, okay, somebody can be perhaps gifted in being able to lead a conversation or a seminar, but um, do you think this is also something that comes with experience? Yeah. 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 Um, most people with a microphone in front of their mouth is, um, don't like, like it. They don't like their own voice. They don't know how to behave in front of a microphone or in front of a camera. And the more often they do it, the more confident they get in, in this situation. And um, I do some uh, kind of coaching, or I'm not the coach, I'm the, uh, the other guy. <laughs> <laughs> the assistant coach. Okay. <laughs> and no, I received the coaching. Um, ah, okay. To, to become a better uh, speaker in front of other people, um, to have more clear thoughts while talking because that's my problem mostly um, my brain just switches off and it's just my mouth talking <laughs> <laughs> and i would like to learn to think about the next sentence i say before i say it <laughs> wow okay I, i would never have thought have thought that was the case because you're You're, you're very lucid, you're, you're very logical in your argumentation and very natural. So, you know, when you, when you communicate, then you, you clearly follow a certain line. Because I'm a lucky person in life. <laughs> really, I, I yeah. always 
be and I always was a lucky person and maybe that's the case of uh, me speaking too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, wonderful. Um, okay, and then the thing about, just one, one last question, yeah, the thing about voice. So when you um, look for people to do your podcasts for you, um, regardless of gender, what is it that really draws you to a voice to make you say, oh yeah, that's what I want? I can't say a specific thing. Um, it just have to fit in my idea of uh, this podcast. So um, one, okay. your voice uh, is perfect to fall asleep because it's calm and um, <laughs> very deep and you have this specific frequencies in it that makes me feel comfortable listening to you. Okay. Okay. And... Um, Recently, we thought about kind of a late night podcast we are now produ producing and to find a host for that is uh, totally different because it's not that much how the voice sounds. It's more like how entertaining is the person. So, um, yeah, and how entertaining is the person without the, um, the picture um, level? Yeah, it's, yeah, that's mm. it. I can't say I can't say more. <laughs> All right. So I I would put people to sleep, but I wouldn't entertain them. Maybe <laughs> maybe you could, but that that's not the Zach I I know by no, now no, by now. No, yeah. indeed, indeed. You know, I always have you. Did you ever see Midnight Caller? Um, it's a TV show from the eighties. No. No, with Jack Killian. Mm. He, it's, on, it's on YouTube now. I'll, I'll send you a link later. You probably will say, this is terrible. We could never do this. But basically, he was like a police officer who then became um, a, a late-night DJ. <laughs> and he would, each episode was that he would solve somebody's problems. And it was fantastic. Um, and, and that always, I always said, oh, I'd love to do that. I'd love to do that. I'd love to do that. Um, yeah, but now you've just closed the door on me. I, I'm not going to be a late night DJ, it seems. <laughs> I, I think you could do it. If you can, <laughs> if you can dream it, you can do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wonderful. All right. Um, Flo, thank you very much. Yeah, it's, it's a pleasure working with you um, anyway, um, because you guys are always really nice. You're really um, open uh, and honest in your communication. Um, and that's refreshing. Um, but I'm also grateful that you've taken the time to come onto my show and add an, this huge element of professionalism to it, <laughs> uh, and so openly talk about your, you know, you know, the way you are and the way you guys have done things. So, uh, yeah, thank you very much. Uh, thank you for for all the things uh, you've done for me and for the bedtime with Wikipedia podcast to and um, to having me in your podcast. And a mic. Two. Two. Two.